This is Stacks and the City, the podcast about getting this money and achieving financial independence by any means necessary, and this is episode 36. Let's get started. Hello, 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 everybody, and welcome to yet another fantastic episode of Stacks and the City. I'm your host, Ashley, and I want to welcome you all again. Thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule and your busy lives to listen to little old me. Hey, you all, I'm still far away in a land. I'm in New Zealand. I'm actually leaving. I'm heading off in like 45 minutes. I'm going to take a plane to Sydney, Australia, where I go and start the last leg of my trip which is obviously in Sydney. And you all, it's been such a great time. I've had such a great time. Oh my gosh, it's been great. I, uh, it's always an honor and a privilege to be able to go and experience a life outside the United States and just see and understand where people live and how they live. It's, it's always a blessing. But um, I don't know, y'all. I'm having, a, I'm having a good time. I'm having a good time. But I've been meeting, meeting some really, 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 really great people, people who are truly taking charge of their own lives. I met this fantastic French couple. Hey, Matthew. Or should I say, wait, what do I say? Bonjour. Bonjour, Matthew. Bonjour, Kinsey. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. But they are from South France, and they rented a little minivan, and they're going to be traveling New Zealand for a year together. Isn't that dope? Super dope. It was like his dream. It's his dream to do that with the woman of his dreams. It's wonderful. And I'm, hey Maggie, I also met a fantastic young lady named Maggie from Chicago. Hey, she literally is doing a three-day weekend in New Zealand, which is crazy to me, but when your life consists of a YOLO mentality, then that's just, that's just how you live it. So you have to let it be and respect it, and I'm all about it. It's really, really good stuff. Being here has really made me think about my traveling experiences in the past. I've been to every humanly inhabited continent now, and when, I, when I'm backpacking Europe, I thought about this hostel community. So I talk a lot about living in hostels and staying in hostels and what that's like. I know a lot of people are kind of weirded out by it, but it's, it's an amazing experience. You have to remember that this is, this is a community. People who backpack, people who travel, it truly is a community. You meet, you meet lifelong friends doing this. You make really, really close friends doing this, meeting people, backpacking, because you only meet them for like, what, three or four days, but you already have these really intense, deep conversations. And there's a reason why you guys are all together in the first place traveling. A lot of times people are looking to find themselves or they just want a vacation or a break from home or they really are just curious and want to meet something and be uncomfortable and better themselves or have a better understanding of someone else. I think for me, the best part about being here is the fact that I'm considered an American and I'm not considered a minority. I mean, I'm still a minority and I'm always going to be that. And that's always something that I'm very proud of. But it's kind of surreal to be just part of every other Westerner. It's always, that's, that's a really interesting feeling. I think it's part of the reason why I love traveling so much because you, you feel included, which is... It's really odd. I'm proud of being an American. It's all, you know, it's really dope. But still, it's just, it's interesting when you're on an international stage. But nonetheless, it's great for me to be here because I feel like I can represent a part of the United States that people don't necessarily see in the movies all the time. I can share a part of my culture that people may not be familiar with. I can serve as an ambassador to not only my country, 
but to a minority population of my country. So I'm super proud. I'm always proud to be an American citizen, you all. I really am, especially being here. You put things in perspective. It's it's truly an honor. It really is. I feel, you all, I feel like a patriot right now. Turn up. Yes to patriotism. But it's also cool because you literally, like, you're in a room with people from all over the world. All over the world. Lots of Brits. Accents are fun. It's hard to understand them sometimes. You meet people from France, Germany. They all have their own personalities, their own quirks. I will say, though, that sometimes it's hard because you are in a room full of Westerners. Everyone generally, not all the time, but generally they're from the West. They, are, they represent Western culture. You know, you get excited when you hear American music or people talk about American television programs, but at the same time, it's gonna be disseminated to people who speak English in majority English-speaking countries, or they're going they're gonna hear this music because it's ever, quote unquote everywhere. So really, to me, it's like, hmm, how, how big is our world truly? Like, we know it's a small world, but it's crazy I'm hearing Drake and Rihanna here and everyone knows and it's like super casual. Like if, if sometimes it does feel like we're all the same. This is Ask Ashley, that's me y'all. I'm gonna be answering you guys' questions that you guys have. I've gotten a lot of travel questions so far. So I'm gonna talk about those. I'm gonna definitely answer those. So yeah, first I wanna address the elephant in the room. Everyone wants to know, are there black people? Yes, y'all, there are. Like, we're asking the wrong question. The question isn't, are there? It's how many? We're everywhere. Like, the people of color are all over the world, y'all. You can see them everywhere. The question really is, how many? And there's enough. Like, it's definitely more diverse here than when I was in Australia, at least when I was in Melbourne. Maybe when I go to Sydney, it might be different. But it's, we're here. Hey, y'all, what's up? What did it do? I don't know. Okay, that was, that was the first question. Okay, so. I don't, and I'm not sure if I'm saying this right, I'm sorry, but thanks for your question at the Ania Latour. I don't, I don't know how to say that. I'm sorry, but hey, thanks for the question. And she had a question regarding credit cards, which is one of my, always my favorite. She asks, which credit card did you use to get the free airport lounge service? Which is the most cost effective and are there yearly fees? Okay, that's a great question. So backstory, one of the quirks I've had at this trip that I've never had at any other trip is this airport lounge service. So, well, it's two things. I've had expedited security, so I don't have to go in the, like, I don't have to take off my shoes. I don't have to take off, like, take out my computer anymore. I, I'm less likely to get frisked, which is pretty dope. And the other thing is that I have access to all these airport lounges all over the world. So I have priority pass now. So basically, I go to an airport and instead of waiting in the lounge like the regular lobby waiting area i get to go to these really nice lounges many of them have drinks and food lots of food and some of them have showers i got i had a manicure when i was in dallas like waiting for my air for or in a three-hour layover like it's been phenomenal it's so much fun my lives are really great all these services free literally the first time in my life i remember being at a rome airport walking up and down the terminal for 12 hours you all 12 hours i was delirious i was too scared to go out into this, the city i was too poor to get myself a nice motel i didn't know about hostels at the time i was just a hot little mess hot little young mess but you know it taught me some things anyway but yes i uh, i do have these really fun lounges so i'm really really excited about those it definitely makes my travel experience so much easier but you're asking how i got this so i have the american express platinum card and that allows access to lounges part of your quote-unquote perks is that you get these lounges credit cards 
I'm telling you guys, and I'm going to do a series on this, credit cards are not always a bad thing. They're actually, if you do it right and you do your research right, they could be a fantastic thing. I've had credit cards where I get Victoria's Secret gift cards or Bath & Body Works gift cards or money subtracted from my account or a free plane ticket to Dominican Republic. All these things have happened to me because of my credit, because of having a credit card. However, I treat my credit card like a debit card. I never carry a balance. I pay it in full on time. So technically I'm getting all the benefits, but I'm not carrying the interest. And that's what I would definitely recommend you all do. Credit cards have a lot of power, you all, but make sure the power is in your hands. I recommend, I definitely recommend the Platinum card. It's expensive and I'll talk about the fees later. Um, the Chase Sapphire card also has the perks. And those are, those are the top ones I know about. Also, if you do get airport credit cards, like the American Airlines card, or you can get a like the, Del the American Express Delta Sky Miles credit card, they have access to lounges as well, and they have a lot of perks. I don't know as much about them, I'm not gonna lie to you, but I do know that every time you swipe, you can like exchange them for miles or points, and you can use that to fly for free. I know a lot of people who do that too. So definitely take advantage of credit cards, you guys. Do your research and never carry a balance do not carry a balance i like that's the best eh, never carry a balance of your credit cards i hear a lot of myths your credit will be great if you don't carry a balance trust and believe me don't do it now these credit cards do come with a fee they ain't cheap i ain't gonna lie to y'all so the american express platinum card i know and i think the chase sapphire card or is it is like that's four hundred dollars the american express platinum card is five hundred fifty dollars a year for the annual fee y'all that ain't cheap i ain't gonna lie to you it ain't cheap you're right it ain't but y'all if you think about it there's a lot of perks to it so before i even consider getting this credit card i looked at everything that i'd be quote unquote getting each month or each year so i get two hundred dollars in uber credit so that's already I use Uber, y'all Y'all know I be Ubering around, I like to drive Uber around all the time. So that's already knocking off $200 a year off the annual fee that I already be paying regardless. I get $100 Saks Fifth Avenue credit. And I know that sounds expensive, y'all, but if you could do that, I'm gonna go to Saks and get more foundation. They carry NARS foundation for like $50. So I'm just gonna do that. Like, y'all, we play the game too. And I'm already gonna buy foundation, for example. So that's gonna knock off what another hundred dollars the lounge access and then i have an opportunity to build up a lot of points that i can apply for miles that i can get for free flights to fun places so if you strategize it you're going to actually validate spending that much money because if you think about it you're putting all that money you're spending the money on the front end as opposed to the back end you're planning anticipating those costs instead of it kind of coming to you in that way so long story short y'all i definitely recommend getting a good sexy credit card get a sexy credit card Get your credit up, you gotta have a good credit. Get your credit up, get a sexy credit card, take advantage, use it like a debit card, get this money, period, period. Now the other question I have is from at Futi Mom. Hi mama, how are you? And basically she just wants to know the cost breakdown of my trip, which is a really great question. So I'm my goal is to swing this trip under $2,000, which I'm on track to do, and I will break down that in a bit. My flight round trip was $740 from Washington DC to Sydney, Australia and back. I also paid for plane tickets to go to Melbourne, which is like an hour from Sydney. I paid for tickets to go to Auckland, New Zealand, so I'm, I'm currently in a different country, and then I'm gonna go back to Sydney. So those tickets were, that was like another $200 in the like other tickets in this part. So I paid about $900 for round trip, all my plane tickets. I'm so blessed to have 
two fantastic friends who have volunteered their beds for me, their couches, maybe the floor, it doesn't matter, for free. So that helped with accommodations. I had to pay for accommodations here in New Zealand, and that was about $20 a day. So I did hostel living. Transportation. So let me, sorry guys, I'm going to back up a little bit, really quick. When you're planning a trip, when you're planning a trip, it's a hierarchy of things that you have to prioritize. So for me, it's always your flight. When you pay for the flight, and it's real, ain't, ain't no turning back. Your flight is first, and then you go with the accommodations, and then you do your transportation, and then you have your miscellaneous. So usually like things to do, and then your food, and then maybe souvenirs, maybe shopping, things like that. But your hierarchy, the top three is always going to be your flight, your accommodation, your transportation. You plan those things, and then everything else kind of works out in itself. So for accommodation, I pay like $20 a day here to stay in the hostel, which is super cheap. It's dorm style living, y'all, like freshman year college style living, but it's okay because I met so many amazing people. It's really meant to meet people. It's a backpackers community, y'all, backpackers community. And I am going to be living for free when I go to back to Australia. Y'all, transportation is expensive. Y'all, this country is expensive. I was, I'm kind of surprised. I thought I was going to swing this trip for like under $1,500. And it's not going to, like 2000 is good. That's like my contingency budget, but it's, it ain't cheap. This is a high price country. Both of them, New Zealand and Australia, are a little pricier. They're about comparable to Washington, D.C., y'all. It ain't cheap here. So I've had things to do. I like to splurge on memories. So I don't mind paying a little bit of money for experiences. So, so far, I've done wine tasting. I went to a really beautiful beach. I went to. Um, see kangaroos and penguins like those experiences are super super nice but they're not cheap so my money a lot of my money is going toward that food I think someone y'all I'm just it's true y'all I'm sorry I'm not a big foodie I'm not a big I'm I can eat but I'm not I'm not I like experiences you know I'm not really pressed to be like three course everything all the time but I do try to treat myself to at least one one nice dinner whenever I go somewhere and then everything else is going to the grocery store like I'm at home going to the grocery store picking up some things to eat or getting takeout or eating in a restaurant but saving half the food and eating that over time you know I keep it you know I gotta keep it simple keep it really simple so my food costs have been honestly a little bit higher than what I wanted a little bit higher than, but still on, I'm still on budget. I'm still pretty happy with that. And then like little miscellaneous stuff, you guys. I bought a SIM card. I made kind of an error with paying for a checked bag. A little stuff like that, which was annoying. And again, you all, this country is expense. It's way pricier than I thought it was going to be. I feel like I'm in Europe. It's not cheap. It's really, really not cheap. So I didn't factor that in as much as I should have. So I, again, I really thought I was gonna be able to do this trip for about fifteen hundred, but everything, every everything, flight, accommodations, souvenirs, fun stuff, memories is gonna be probably around two two thousand dollars when I'm finished. Two thousand dollars when I'm done. So I'm pretty, I'm actually pretty happy with that. That's three weeks, everything. I'm that's like that's probably gonna do a little bit less than a hundred dollars a day. So that's pretty pretty good for people who travel. Usually $150, $200 is what people will do. So I'm happy with my budget. I'm ready to go back, y'all. I mean, I'm not ready to go back, but it's eating. I need to chill a little bit. You know, I got to get back to work, get back to this money. But it's been great. It's been really, really great, you guys. I honestly, I have zero, zero complaints. So the thing is, y'all, you can do it too. You can do it too. Take that trip you've always been wanting to take. Just go. 
nothing's stopping you. You, I've met people who are as regular as they come, and they're out here living their very best lives. And if you're willing to make some concessions, I don't see why you can't do the same. I don't see why you can't do it either. So, you guys, I'm done with my little reflections. I hope y'all enjoyed. I'm really, I hope y'all enjoyed. I can't wait to be back stateside and see you guys again. I miss being, I miss home. I like America. I'm going to let you guys go. I really hope you guys are having a wonderful day. And I will catch you guys next week. You guys, make it real. Bye, y'all.